This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661. Time for a Hey, I Was Wondering. If you have a Hey, I Was Wondering question and it makes the cut on the uh, 530 Club, we end up using it. You get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. So you can send that to us. You can email us. Eric at WTMX.com. I'll get it. Just one W on that. Uh, you can also go to any of our social media sites. You can put it in there. Violetta will grab that and hand those over to me. By the way, be on the lookout for those. Okay, yeah. Uh, I am you, always looking out. You can text us 60123. That's an easy way to do it as well. Uh, this, hey, I was wondering, follows up yesterday or just a moment ago when I was setting up the uh, movie style there with Dunkirk and, and uh, Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Hey, Eric. Yesterday, I heard you guys discussing the movie Die Hard again. I know that you've repeatedly talked about how great Die Hard is. Remember, mm-hmm. Die Hard came up on the show yesterday. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm trying to remember the circumstances as to why. Was it because um, we were talking about the Stallone thing and that turned into Bruce Willis? That is right. Mm-hmm. John McClane, if there's going to be a Sylvester Stallone statue to mm-hmm. repa- replace Christopher Columbus, if, we're cut, if we've reached a point where we're putting movie characters on as statues, you might as well put a John McClane out there, right. too. Uh, I have a confession, Eric. I'm a 40-year-old man who's never seen any of the Die Hard movies. That's a problem. <laughs> From one man to another man. That is a problem. I was wondering where I should mail my man card. I'm assuming it's being revoked immediately and will be returned after I watch the movie. No, Joe, it's not going to be returned after you watch the oh. movie. It's going to be returned after you watch all five of the movies. That's right. <laughs> That's when you get it back. And I'm going to tell you right now. As your punishment as a part of that, the last three are pretty terrible. Okay? Oh, my gosh. So you have to watch them now that you missed the first one. As Bruce Willis, Detective John McClane, saves the Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, That's right. Right. Have you seen Die Hard? I have. Have you seen Die Hard, Die Harder? No, I only saw the one with the Christmas theme. Okay, that is Die Hard. Yeah. Melissa, have you seen Die Hard? Yes, as a matter of fact, I watched it again a couple months ago. Okay, good. For the I- holidays? Okay. Have you seen Die Hard, Die Much, Much Harder? Uh, I don't even remember if I saw that. That's all right. No one would. Okay. And Whip, have you seen all four or five? I don't even know how many there are. Yeah, I have to say, I saw the first two in the theaters. I do remember thinking that the second one was actually better than the first. I know that's sacrilege. And I will say, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it for a very long time, whether I would still think. You know what else I saw, by the way? There's a Netflix show called The Movies That Made Us, I want to say, and they take movies, Die Hard is one of them, and they sort of do like a backstory thing. It's on Netflix. Like a behind the scenes? Yeah, like I watched that just a couple of weeks ago. The I would one, love that. The one about Die Hard, I think it's called The Movies That Made Us. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, they show in there how they had a miniature of the Nakatomi Tower and were, and crashed the little remote control helicopter. Oh, really? But they oh. made it look totally real. It was amazing. This is before CGI was around and they could just yeah. do it on the computer. Yeah. But anyway, yes, I've seen the first two. I, I don't think I saw the final three. Top three movies you'll confess, you'll own up to. You've never seen. What are they? 312-233-1019. You're not alone, Bill. You've never seen what? It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Okay. Yep. I think they still Neither have I, Bill. Oh, my God. I know. I started a thousand times. Yep. You and I are bad people, Bill. Uh, you yeah. really should see it, and it sends such a good message. Nah, I gotta, I gotta keep, <laughs> I gotta keep the uh, the streak alive. I think it's still on a loop every Christmas for like twenty four hours. Oh, for sure. I think, uh, Kevin, you've never seen. 
Yeah, there's a lot of them, but I've never seen any of the Star Wars. Never seen any of the Star Wars. <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the original No Empire Strikes Back, yep, No Return of the Jedi, them. nothing. You must be trying not to then, right? Because it seems like by accident you would run across one. Well, I just feel like, I mean, I haven't seen the first one or the second one, and then it's like, then I lost track of how many there are. Right, and it's like 30. Stuff. I think yeah. there's 30 of them. Something like that, yeah. I get it. I get it. I also, people will be shocked to know this, Josh. You and I in the same boat on this one. Never seen The Godfather. Never seen The Godfather. What? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, my. That's right up your alley, too. I know. I don't know about you, Josh. It feels to me like I want to see it and I make plans to see it, but now it feels like it might be too dated and I'll be disappointed. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. People uh, people always say I need to watch it, but there's right. so much better movies out there now. I've heard The Godfather 2 is even better. Like it Die is. Hard too. Yeah, that's true. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. At number three, never seen it. Me either, Maria. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yep. Can, yep. Seems like Do it's... you feel like you're missing out on life? No, not really. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Never seen it in at number two, Diane. Fast and the Furious. Oh. There's nine of those, I think, so you've missed them all, huh? Yep, every one of them. Somehow I feel like eight is very similar to three, and four is very similar to two and seven, and they're kind of all the same, just a bunch of cars driving fast with Vin Diesel not acting well. (laughs) I haven't seen those either. Very tight shirt, though. You never seen any Fast and the Furious? None of them? Nope. It's not your style, though. Mm -mm. And in at number one, I'm not alone. People are going to be shocked at us, Lisa, because you've never seen... Any of the Harry Potter movies. There it is. Yep. Okay. Me either. I'm shocked. What? Yeah, or the yep. book. I know. I haven't I, read them and I haven't watched them. You're right. No. Nope. Me too. Yeah, I, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? At least you want to go see a bad boys movie with me? Oh my God. Guess she hung not. up. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. I guess, I guess no, not. You. Thing you found in your house left behind by the previous owners. Was it a hidden message? <laughs> Was it a forgotten item? Was it a hidden item? A woman finds decades-old message hidden behind her wallpaper. <laughs> if you ever need to wallpaper this room again, it's going to take eight rolls of wallpaper. I bought just six rolls at 21 bucks per roll. I didn't have enough, and it really pissed me off. Signed, John, December 21, 1997. <laughs> Which I'm certain was very helpful yeah. as she was getting ready to re- repaper, re-wallpaper her house. I know. Uh, you Good discovered know. what left in your house, left behind, Lisa? When we moved into our new house, I was cleaning out our drawer, and when I pulled out the drawer underneath in the cabinet was a picture of the previous family uh, from a trip to see Santa with their kids sitting on Santa's lap. Oh, look at that. Nice. Somehow it got jammed in there, hidden in there, lost in there. Were you able to get it back to them by chance? So the neighbors next door knew them, and uh, I gave it to them, and they mailed it to them because it was from probably 10 years previous, and their kids were, you know, teenagers and in college. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm certain they love that. Left behind in your home, Rich. Yeah, I found a diary up in the rafters of the previous owners, Uh basically stalking his wife, like Swanee said. It followed her around, times, what she was doing. It was really weird. Oh, really? (laughs) So he was tracking the movements of his wife? Yeah. Yeah. uh, It was really odd to see this. I showed my wife. She goes, oh, my God, I'm glad they're gone. Right. No kidding. That is crazy. Couldn't be trusted. Who knows? Uh, Hi there, Dan. You discovered it left behind. Yeah, I was uh, remodeling our house in the 1800s and ripped the dining room wall out and found a handful of 
50s and early 60s uh, Playboys, still right. in the wrapper. There you go. go. Still in the wrapper. Right. Still, still, had, a, still yeah. had a clear wrapper on, never opened. Collectibles, oh. hold on to those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naked women standing the test of time. <laughs> That's back when uh, your grandma would have been working there. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe she saw those issues. Who could knows? Have been, right? Your yeah. grandma worked at the Playboy building. She totally did. She used to bring them home, I guess, for my grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> you found what Cindy left behind? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I found a postcard that the woman who lived in the house was writing to her girlfriend saying they just carved the first two faces in Mount Rushmore. Wow. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah. A little that slice of history. Document. Ooh, that you know, that is something. historical. That is something that really stands apart. And then you move into where Dave <laughs> lives and you find these. What'd you find, Dave? My three-year-old son uh, tore out a vent in the floor, and when I went <laughs> when I went in there to clean it up a bit to see what was in there, there was uh, some Polaroids of the previous owners in their underwear. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Burn it. yeah. Have those blown-up poster sizes set over. <laughs> they were gross. They were a lot thinner in the Polaroids than when they sold us the house. Yeah. Oh These are our God. underpants, the sexy years photos. <laughs> Melissa's a little girl growing up over there in northwest Indiana. Uh-huh. Uh, when summer would roll around. Did uh, you ever go to summer camp? I did not. One time, that was it. I, I, I Nothing I ever went to regularly, but I always wanted to go because I would see movies about summer camp. Sure, those are all real. And they, yeah, <laughs> they looked so fun. Yeah, so you never went. Uh, Whip, did you ever go to summer camp, you know, somewhere up there in Manaqua, Wisconsin or something like that? No, not like a full-time summer camp, like day camp type day things, camp. but yeah. not a full-time camp. Like Fred's camp over around DePaul, that area. Fred like is a good one. My kids did that, Fred's yeah. camp. You went to cheerleading camp, does that count? No, summer camp, okay. uh, standpoint. Uh, Violetta. <laughs> asking. Um, no. Uh, you ever go to like a Serbian summer camp? <laughs> uh, they actually do have that up I'm in Libertyville. Certain, I'm certain they're but, great. Um, no, I mean, did you go to one in Serbia? Oh, in Serbia? No, like no. Go visit your grandma and she'd be like, I'm sending you to camp. Oh, no, they don't have camp there. It's just like work in the fields. Gotcha. That's uh, called hard labor. <laughs> right. <laughs> my sister went to summer camp and my parents never sent me for some reason. Uh, I think I might know the reason. Why? Uh, you know how they're saying this year that a lot of parents are upset because uh, virtually every summer camp has been canceled. Yeah. Because of the world we live in and now they're trying to find ways, they being parents, to occupy their children. No doubt about it. Because, you know, that's a lot of work. And then I read this story. You can occupy your kids with these free virtual summer camps. Oh, nice. So there's like a list of 10 mm-hmm. of them here. Camp PBS Kids, mm-hmm. Camp Wonderopolis, oh. Camp Reading Rockets, Camp Wide Open School, et cetera, et cetera. Which I find interesting because m- most parents, all you do is complain about, I got to get less screen time for my kids. Then you tell the kids, less screen time. And now you don't have any camps. You're like, all right, right get, we're going to get you in front of the screen yeah. for like four hours today. Pretend it's a camp. And you're going to stare at stuff that's sort of a camp, but not really. This that, isn't that camp. That cannot be fun. No, there's nothing fun about right. that. No. But they probably set you off on an adventure. You'd almost rather go to a, a crappy summer camp than go to one of these good virtual camps. Probably. You know those camps when you were a kid? <laughs> went to a crappy summer camp. Like what happened when you went to camp when you were a kid? Your parents sent you there for, you know, three weeks, two weeks, six weeks, all summer. For a couple of weeks, you actually slept with a raccoon. <laughs> it was like a raccoon in your cabin. 
the camp counselor's like, nah, I don't know. I don't, it's not on my list of things to do. I don't. They don't pay me to do that, so good luck. <laughs> or you sleep on a piece of plywood. Yeah. That, that is supposed to be a mattress, but let's be honest, it was a piece of plywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you eat is Sloppy Joes. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd wake up in the morning and go to your camp counselors. Hey, what kind of activities are we doing today? And they're like, I don't know. Go walk around for about eight hours. We'll see you at dinner. Yeah. Build a canoe that you're not sure if it's going to float. Now you get in that canoe and they're like, this canoe's from the 40s. I'm not certain. I'm not certain it's actually seaworthy. We'll find out. But it was summer camp. Yeah. 312-233-1019. And they had archery, but there was always one kid down there trying to catch the arrows. What? (laughs) No, you can't do that. Right. (laughs) Is there anybody that went to a crappy summer camp? All right, now let's let's clarify. Maybe it was a good summer camp overall, but had a crappy moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like the moment you dreaded. Like you had a great time, but you really dreaded rope bridge day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I went to one of those camps. You did? It, oh, I hated rope bridge day because what it was is you had to cr- obviously cross a rope bridge over a creek. Yeah, who would like that? But then about halfway there, the counselors would grab the ropes and start yeah, shaking right, them. Right, right. Or try to get you into the water. I'm Everybody's, like, I, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 312-233-1019. Anybody listening who had a bad summer camp experience? Look at this. Hey, Chris. Yeah, um, so I went to an asthma camp when I was a kid. Asthma oh, camp? Shut up. Asthma have their own what? camp? I had no idea. Where my buddy had diabetes, and there's diabetes camp too. They have diabetes camp? That's fascinating. Yeah, I didn't know. Just, I guess people that have that all in common. So. What, what what goes on at asthma camp? <laughs> what do you get well, to do? The, I mean, it was pretty normal, but the best part was there was a big scavenger hunt one day. So everyone's running around trying to find everything. And by the end of it, like half the kids are keeled over with their inhalers. We had a we oh yeah. Yeah. We're out here with a, in nature with all this <laughs> pollen. Yeah, right. Having allergy attacks and everything. <laughs> right. It was yeah. kind of. Right. You'd think they'd have the foresight to not do that. Yeah, that right. wasn't really well thought out. That's no, like climbing in the 1940s <laughs> canoe. Yeah. It's weird. I didn't know they had asthma camp. <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> On asthma camp, you're going to need the inhaler. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Aaron. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Uh, the unfortunate summer camp moment was what? Well, uh, every year I had to go. Um, I took, my parents took a big vacation, but it felt like boot camp. We'd go on these twenty-mile hikes, and there was usually in the rain. And you're and like six. Like <laughs> I was like eight. Yeah, yeah. So it was like we're going out to Fall Mountain, and we're camping out overnight. And you, I just got done twenty-mile camping. You can't light the fire, right? And you're sitting there going. Where's the hot food? And they're like, yeah, here's a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Right. Oh. right. You're thinking, is this camp or have I been sentenced for something? <laughs> Build character. I really feel like this is more of a prison sentence than a camp. I'm doing hard labor here. Your bad camp experience. Hi, Chris. Hi. Um, yeah, I like to camp where our drinking water smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the heavy sulfur oh, drinking water. That's how you camp. know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like well water. Yeah, well water for yeah, sure. That's gross. Yeah. Sleeping next to a raccoon on that piece of plywood, like I was telling you about. We've <laughs> all been there. Eh, you know, just a little summertime fun, at least for the boys. A couple of young teenage or preteen boys caught leaning over their balcony at their house, looking down over at the neighbor's balcony, where she happens to be in weather like this, sunbathing topless. <laughs> you don't want tan lines. And mom's like, get inside. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Give me your phones. No video games. You shouldn't be doing that. She's over there minding her own business. You should mind yours. 
I'm going to tell your father on top of it all. So she tells dad. And dad's like, well, you know what? Whose fault it is? It's her fault. She's outside naked. I don't <laughs> care if she's on her balcony. She's outside naked. And that is just an invitation for people to see her. Mm-hmm. Whose side do you fall on? Melissa. I am going to say. Who's wrong? I boys think, or woman sunbathing? I think it's more the woman sunbathing. Whip, who's wrong? Boys or woman sunbathing? Woman sunbathing. Violetta, who's wrong? Boys or woman sunbathing? The boys. Uh, Missy, who's wrong? Boys or woman sunbathing? Hi, Missy. Oh, hey, sorry. Um, she is. There's no way she doesn't know that there's people gawking at her. No uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. So even if she didn't, let's suppose she didn't. What is the thought on if you're naked outside, you're taking matters into your own hands? Is that fair? Well, I mean... I don't know. I, I just, I can't fault the boys. That's all there is to it. Uh-huh. Just a couple of 12-year-old boys seeing boobs. They have no choice. Well, no yeah, choice. They're, they're, they're almost required as 12 year It's, it, it's impossible to resist. Yeah. Part of growing up. Uh-huh. Lexi, uh, who's uh, wrong if you had to assign blame, boys or woman? Woman. Woman. Why? Boys will be boys, and she's being indecent. She's being indecent. Okay. Carrie, what do you think? The woman. The woman, why? Because she is outside and she can't expect for nobody to see her. Uh And like everyone else said, boys will be boys. That whole boys will be boys phrase, that never really flies in my house. Yeah, it irks me. I I don't like it in general, but in this case, I think it's appropriate. What if she doesn't care that people can see her? That's not the question. Patrick. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and that's a much larger issue, actually. <laughs> yeah, from just a public decency standpoint, these are twelve-year-old boys. They've gone with the "I don't care" defenses. Maybe even worse. Hi, Patrick. Yes. Uh, who do you think uh, she's wrong, or he, or the boys are wrong? It's June. The boys have nothing else to do. They can't even leave their house. It's like throwing chum in the water. It's her fault. <laughs> right. 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 Now you're just taunting us. Well, seriously. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm a Come little on. surprised. I expected uh, these responses, but not the clean sweep, Michael. Uh, well, it's like, it's like if, she, if she's going to be laying in her balcony naked, she needs to be a little more of her surroundings, you know? Right. Like, if there's people right. that can be, if there's people that have a vantage point above her, like, she needs to wear a top. <laughs> And it's a, it's a little bit. It, even if you're going to do that, at some point you should notice the two twelve-year-olds hanging over the nearby balcony, looking at you. <laughs> well, and not only that, but you have to expect at some point, at any moment, somebody could walk right. by. The be UPS around. guy could climb up ten floors I mean, and see you. Yeah, <laughs> possible. Totally. Who knows? You know, one of the traffic helicopters could fly in low. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Her balcony. You've done that. Okay, let's meet. Our uh, special celebrity participant this morning on our phone, a friend. Hi there, Paul Conrad. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Uh, good. Yeah. Our good friend Paul Conrad over there, weatherman yeah. at WGN. Boy, what a day. Paul, look at it. Are you looking? Look Ooh. at it. I'm looking right at it right now. Beautiful. Hardly a cloud in the sky. Yes, Beautiful stuff. Nice. And no humidity, Paul. Nice job with Whoa, that. No humidity. That is the big deal because uh, you get that humidity, it goes downhill fast. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I know that you don't like warm weather. So will you head no. inside on a day like today? Uh, I will spend the bulk of my day inside. I'll okay. try to get out for a little bit this afternoon, but uh, I don't like getting too schmitzy. You know? I got gotcha. you. It's perfect that you're going to spend the day inside because that's what we're going to talk about here in just a second. Can you help us out? 
I sure can. Yeah, let me know. What All do right. I need? All right, Paul, you hang here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring our contestant right. and she's gonna join you, okay? Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Hi there, Vivian. Hi. Hi, say hello to uh, WGN's Paul Conrad. Hi, Paul. <laughs> hello, Vivian. Oh. Nice to talk to you today. Yeah. Have you ever have, have you ever seen Paul's work before? Have you ever you ever watched him on the television? Um once in a while. There you go. Oh, big yeah, fan. That's close enough. <laughs> that's really all you're asking for okay. at this time, right? Yeah. yeah. At this point, that's yeah. all close enough. Did, uh, Vivian, did you know Paul's a weatherman? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, here's what's going to happen, because Paul doesn't like hot weather. He likes to stay inside on hot weather days. So, Paul, I read yes. a story about what the majority of Americans think is the ideal indoor temperature. So Ooh. what we're going to ask you is... To guess what that is, Paul, and then Vivian, your job will be to guess higher or lower. If you get it right, Vivian, you win. If you get it wrong, Paul wins. Okay. All right. And and Paul, as an added bonus, if you guess exactly right, we hang up on Vivian and you win, Paul, as well. All right. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that, that Vivian. That doesn't sound fair to yeah, me. That doesn't sound right at all. All right. So let's see what happens. According to a study, the majority of Americans, Paul, agree that the ideal indoor temperature is what? What do you think that answer is? I am going with 72. 72. Paul says the in- ideal indoor temperature, according to the majority of Americans, is 72 degrees, Vivian. The pressure is on you right now. I will tell you this much. He is incorrect, okay? So the question what? becomes, do you believe that temperature is higher or lower than 72 degrees? I think it's lower. Lower. Oh, Vivian. Lower. Chilly. The ideal indoor temperature is lower than 72. Final answer, Vivian? Oh, you need a number? No, no. Is that your final answer? Lower. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You are... Exactly right. Yeah, baby. Nice job, Vivian. Are you ready for this, Paul? Are you ready for this, Vivian? The ideal indoor temperature, according to the majority of Americans, is 69 degrees. Really? That's a fun number. Yeah. That's brisk. Wow. All right. 69 degrees seems a bit chilly indoors, doesn't it, Paul? Ah, a little bit, but I like it. I prefer 68 myself. Right. Oh, wow. Is that what you keep it at the yep. Conrad house? What is the indoor temperature right now? Uh, the indoor temperature where I am right now is at 68, 69 degrees. Oh, that's, see, then that's oh, perfect. There it is. That's ideal. Yeah. That's yeah. ideal. Nice and chilly. Uh, are we keeping the sun all week, and is the humidity coming back, or are we okay? Uh, we're keeping the sun all week. Humidity's coming back on Friday. Late Friday afternoon, the slightest chance for an isolated shower. But then kind of hot and muggy here Saturday, near 90, but showers and thunderstorms are muggy for Saturday. And then temperatures back in the mid-80s Sunday, Monday for Father's Day. You know, a lot of people say when it gets humid, it really messes with their hair. As a guy who doesn't have hair, yeah. does it mess with your beard at all, Paul? <laughs> it does not. I don't say <laughs> <laughs> I don't sense any changes there. And I no. check it regularly, trust me. Yeah. Do you uh, comb it? Yeah, yeah, once a month I try to run a brush. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, and how yeah. is everybody over there at the Niner? How's that Pat Tomasulo? He seems edgy lately. He, I think he's getting a little stir crazy. Here's the yeah. thing. I haven't seen any of them in over three months. I see him every day here. But, I, you know, and the delay in our on our air is like five seconds long. So, 
I haven't seen anybody, so my assumption is everyone's great. Uh, are you ever going back into work, or is this the new I, new? <laughs> I, I understand that there are thoughts about us coming back, but I don't think I'm going to be back before August. Oh, yeah. Wow. I also okay. enjoy the, on the on the nighttime news, Dan Roan from his basement every night in front of his pool table, but he seems to have audio yeah. issues quite a bit. Right? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> does anybody help him out? Not, not yet. Everyone's got to be hung out to dry. You're on your own. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the great okay. world of TV, Paul, as we continue to hump our way in here to work every day. Yeah, exactly right. You look good on your patio rooftop. Yeah, you're the best, Paul. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. Love you, guys. Love you, too. See you later. There he is. Paul Conrad. I really do love you. Bye. 69 degrees, the ideal indoor temperature. That's like frigid. No, it's perfect. Uh, I keep that thing up at like 74, 75. What is wrong with you? Oh, I love it. You're going to sweat. Hotter the better, I say. We gather here together for Crazy Bridal Corner. 312-233-1019. Bride criticized after asking if it's okay to make her bridesmaid get a certain haircut. It's a day three of the... You okay with her? Yeah, I'm good. It really wasn't that funny. <laughs> it actually was. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. I just... <laughs> like, none of us even wiener. remember it now. And you're that was like, so funny. Yeah, it's not. It is. Um, <laughs> asking if it's okay to get a certain haircut in the bridal oh, corner. Crazy um, bridal corner. 312 233 one zero one nine. Is it reasonable or unreasonable of the bride to ask? Melissa. I would say it is unreasonable. Whip. Oh, so reasonable. Uh, Violetta. Uh, unreasonable. Becky, is it unreasonable or reasonable for the bride to say to one of her bridesmaids, I'm going to need you to get a haircut to match the others? Oh, come on, Whip. It's unreasonable. Unreasonable. All right, you convinced Wildly me. Unreasonable. <laughs> Wildly unreasonable. Wildly <laughs> unreasonable. It's I'm with you. To change him. No, it didn't. Hey, Amy, is it reasonable or unreasonable to ask? Ridiculously unreasonable. <laughs> Ridiculously. People based off your relationship with sure. them, not based off what they look like. Sure. I'm certain she was asked based on the relationship, and now they're trying to just paint the picture visually as a part of it. Doesn't, you, no one is saying that she thinks this is a bad person. <laughs> she just wanted a different haircut. Unreasonable. Unreasonable. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. How dare you? You should do prison time. (laughs) Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Yes. Uh, Reasonable or unreasonable? Ridiculous. Unbelievable she would even do that. She's losing complete track of what Mm -hmm. getting married is about. These are supposed to be her friends. Mm Mm-hmm. I would back out from the wedding. Wow, that's hardcore. <laughs> May not be yeah. a All right, anymore. so she's losing complete track of what it's like. <laughs> then let's talk to a bride to be. Hi, Gwen. Hi, I think it's totally unreasonable. Uh, totally unreasonable. And you're getting married? I'm getting married a month from tomorrow. Oh, what congrats. if one of your how many bridesmaids do you have? I have uh, six. All right, uh, one if uh, one of them had like some crazy out of control hairstyle with a weird would- color. I feel you do you. I mean, they're my friends, and the day's about, like, marrying the person you love, not what they look like. Ah, you <laughs> do you. All right, thank you, Gwen. Amanda, you're also getting married soon. Yes, I am. I'm getting, in, I'm getting married in October, and I think this is so absurd. I would never have my bridesmaids do that. Uh-huh. Um, both of mine have beautiful long hair, and I'm like, you know what? You do whatever you want to do. I don't care. I love you, both of you. You're my good friend. Right. It doesn't matter. Why so if, uh, have you picked uh, dresses for them? We have. Yes, we did purple, and All they right. have 
different different styles, but same color. All so right, yeah, that's what I was going to Comfortable gonna... for you. What if oh, they uh, said to you, you know what, uh, purple, purple, not a good color for me. I'm going green. I told them, nope, this is a color. <laughs> <but> <laughs> you're going to like it or not. It. <laughs> so the dress, you do you, except for when it comes to the dress, then I'll do you. <laughs> yep. I get it. That's fair. I uh, still think that's fair. It's crazy. Timmy Wednesday on the mix. Tidbits, small as Big Karwowski likes to call them, snackable stories. Mm, He's been yep. reading a lot of marketing books lately. <laughs> And he's always throwing that term out. That's, oh, that's, his, a that's his catchphrase. Term. Big buzzword right now. Yeah, we've we got to do things that are snackable. Yep. Not what overwhelming. Even, what does that even mean? Yeah, like Short and sweet. Yeah, snackable. Not there really we go. We do. Uh, 7-11 day has been canceled because of coronavirus whip. You can add that to the cancellation list. Oh, is this a free slurpee usually happens? Yeah, it usually happens on 7-11. That's so right. Yes, yes. The convenience store usually gives away the free Slurpees on July 11th. They are canceling the free drink giveaway because they cannot guarantee social distancing, and they realize, wait a minute, we lose money on that. Uh, You want something to drink? Old-fashioned milk delivery is making a comeback. According to a Mm -hmm. report, old-fashioned milk delivery making a comeback because of coronavirus. Milk delivery companies are hiring extra drivers because consumers don't want to visit grocery stores due oh. to the pandemic continuing. Oh, wait, wow. I wonder if they bring it in those, like, glass bottles. I and believe then they do. They oh, totally do. That is do. so cool. Many of them do. You ever break one of them? That, uh, those have stuff pleasant in your kitchen. I have not done that. I've done that. Yep. <laughs> uh, more drinking. Michigan Brewery is making beer deliveries via seaplane. In Elk Rapids, Michigan, Northern Michigan Beer Company, enlisting the help of a seaplane to make six special deliveries to families on waterfront po- uh, properties with no other access. Mm. They're oh. flying them in beer mm-hmm. on seaplane. Seaplane comes down, throws a couple of cases out there in the lake, says, come out, swim for it, and that's that. Wow, <laughs> that's weird. Okay. That works out all right. Yeah. Well, since we were talking flying, Melissa. Yes. A drone big enough to carry human passengers was demonstrated in China. Okay. The Ehang 216. Has a top speed of 80 miles an hour, oh, is autonomous, wow. and can carry up to 485 pounds of cargo with a range of 20 miles. So you can jump on in the drone and take a ride along with your delivery from Amazon. That's kind of the same thing that you know I was seeing um, happening with taxi cabs. They sort of look like drones in Vegas. So this is cool that this is going on all over. This may be here sooner before we know. Now you, you keep thought. saying that. Well, you, you've also said flying cars will be here before you know it, and you've said that since you well, started working here back in the 60s. So... <laughs> We're still waiting, but uh, the flying taxis, I still have not seen video of that in Vegas. I should look that up. I you should. Either. I just don't like anything that refers to me as cargo, right. so mm-hmm. not right. getting on it. I, I, just, I just don't like getting on something that I think can crash. Right. They can call me whenever they want. Right, that's true. Well, you cargo, get on a plane. Fine. Yeah, but I don't oh. feel like that's going to crash. I feel like they, for the most part, what? perfected that. The drone taxi in Vegas, I don't feel like that's been perfected yet. Yeah, you want to let, let, let that settle for a couple of years, maybe. <laughs> Since we're talking flying, Cutter Airways flight attendants will be wearing hazmat suits on flights, oh. which should oh, make God. everybody really comfortable. It's got to be uncomfortable for them, too. Flight attendants from Cutter Airways will wear disposable hazmat suits, safety goggles, uh, gloves, and masks over their uniforms to help prevent the spread of coronavirus and make you feel really <laughs> dirty. Yes. <laughs> We're going to wear these. You're not. Good luck. Normally, you feel dirty in another way. Uh, since we're talking about flying all over the world, what does that mean? Well, because flight attendants are always, like, pretty. How does that make them feel dirty? Well, because your mind wanders. Mine doesn't. Yours apparently hmm. is. You want to do a flight attendant now? I think everybody's thought about A lot of people have thought about that. Are, have you? 
thought about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, maybe you can get that on your flight over to Cyprus. Cyprus is going to cover the expenses for tourists who contra- contract coronavirus. So they're like, come here, vacation here. If you catch it, we'll pay for it. Oh, okay. In an attempt to increase tourism. Okay. Cool. It's not uh, necessarily the worst idea in the world, yeah, it's really. An interesting wow. uh, twist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And some stranger stories for Tidbit Wednesday. I have an update on Diego the Galapagos tortoise who saved the species based on his uncontrolled sex drive. That's right. He's a a senior citizen tortoise. And a love machine. Yeah. So they were concerned the Galapagos tortoise population was dwindling to near nothing. And in strolled, granted very slowly, (laughs) Diego, Diego the tortoise and said, Bring the ladies to me. Right. I will take care of this. And single handedly <laughs> repopulated the Galapagos turtle. Way population. to go, can Diego. All those, can turtles be related, though? Yeah, well, yeah, Is but Melissa, this, then, these, can they have oh. sex? You know what I Melissa, mean? Melissa, please like don't overthink the, the DNA tree of the Galapagos turtles. Well, I don't turtles. know if that will cause problems. Well, it probably will down the road, but can we just live okay. with Diego, the love machine turtle? <laughs> Does this have to turn into a DNA tree? You know, other people were thinking that. Well, then don't, I, they would have stopped if they would have been able to continue the story. Diego and 14 other male tortoises have returned to their native Española, one of Ecuador's Galapagos Islands. The giant Galapagos tortoise is a legendary for his libido and has been credited with saving his species from extinction. Uh, if you have any issues with the DNA breakdown, you can fly to the Galapagos and meet with all of the experts who have been in charge of all this and talk it through if you'd like. Come on, right. Instead, I would prefer to talk about a love machine tortoise on Tidbit Wednesday. Okay? If you want to make this Fine. some type of science class, then fly to the Galapagos well, and have at it. It just crossed my mind, you know? Diego, who's 100 years old, eh? is thought to have fathered hundreds of turtles, around 40% of the 2,000 giant tortoises. Is alive today by some wow. estimates. Yeah. Way to go. I what he eats. Yeah, yeah. And I'm certain, I wonder what he eats. Lettuce? Tortoise food. Well, maybe. No, he usually gets takeout. Uh, <laughs> maybe has he eats something special that makes him so Ooh. unique hmm. than other tortoises. You think he has access down there in the Galapagos <laughs> to food that the other maybe tortoises Maybe oysters? Don't? You never <laughs> He's know. He's eating Probably. oysters. Right. They're aphrodisiacs. Again, I'm turning, I'm turning her, and I'm turning you off as well, Violetta. <laughs> Because all this is is I want a hump flight attendance, and can we have a science class about Galapagos tortoises? <laughs> it's Tidbit Wednesday. This is nothing too serious. We're not learning things here. We're talking. The whole idea of that story was a giant tortoise does it a lot. That's it. That's walks, where it starts. Walks today. very slowly. Walks doesn't very have slowly. to move for anybody. Yeah. And does it very slowly. Comes in, saves his population, <laughs> gets out. Visual, there though. we go. Oh. I'm afraid of where the two of them are taking this story. Oh. 30-year-old man has entire fish removed from his rear end after what? saying he sat on it by accident. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a liar! Sure he did. Weirdo! Liar! One in a million. <laughs> Eric, I have a question. Melissa, I have a question. Uh, from a geometric uh, standpoint of insertion of the fish, yeah. how does that geometric... Hey, you know... A 30-year-old man in chest. Oh, okay. 30... Thirty-year-old man in China. <laughs> so let me know when you're done, and I'll just. I'll, all right. Thirty-year-old man in China had a whole fish removed from his backside after he allegedly sat on it by accident. The footage shows medics removing the poor tilapia. Yeah. It's a tilapia. <laughs> tilapia. It's a tilapia. They're not even a big fish. Yeah, it was a tilapia. <laughs>
You know, when it comes to that side, all fish are big fish, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Right. It can't be too no, big. I know, yeah. right? That's Minnow, okay. big fish. <laughs> <laughs> Minnow. Oh, oh my God, you are just a sick so individual. I am. Yes, I am. you are. And finally, on Tidbit Wednesday, a California gym has installed shower curtain workout pods around every piece of their machinery. I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, shower curtain workout pods. Check okay. out the photos. You can see them. Maybe we'll post them. Inspire South Bay Fitness in Redondo Beach, California. The new weight room looks like, well, looks like a COVID. Uh, like Lord. like what we used to see over at uh, the McCormick, McCormick Place. Place. Yeah. It kind of looks like that, but only for working out now. All right. Mm. Every one of them has a shower curtain wrapped around. Makes you want to hurry off to the gym. This is the Eric in the Morning Podcast, brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661.